0: welcome to season two of the practicing presence podcast where spiritual formation is fueled through a variety of practices rather than a single prescriptive time of devotion where we discuss different spiritual practices that help us be more present with god others and ourselves what's going on practitioners
1: what's up friends how are we doing
0: um. All right. Talking about divine creativity, we have gone back and forth for these next two episodes on how we were going to do it. Uh, we started in a place talking about uh, divine community and divine culture, like creating divine community and divine co- culture.
1: Creating culture, creating community.
0: Yeah. As... That's one thing. We started here, and then we ended up splitting them.
1: And now we're back. To- and now we're back to talking about them myths together. Yeah. Uh,
0: and because they really are separate things that are so interconnected.
1: Yeah, they are. They, you cannot have community without a culture, but you can't have a culture without a community.
0: Yeah, And um, when you go to create a community you start talking about what you want the culture of the community to be first.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. So wait, actually that's not true. Okay. You, you have two options of how to do it. When you decide that you want to plant a church or start a community or whatever, you can approach it one of two ways. You can choose to prioritize community or people, or you can choose to prioritize culture. And so here's my example, okay? So if I was planting a church today, like if if I had not if we had not already designed Wellhouse and started this journey, if I was starting over and I just wanted to plant a church, I could do the age-old tactics that still work of getting butts and seeds. But because of where we live, I would have to sacrifice the culture I want because It is not hard to fill a church with MAGA people right now. It is not hard. They are wearing that like a badge of honor. That's why if you're going down the major highways in Houston, you'll see Second Baptist with their anti-woke series plastered on billboards. It's because MAGA people want to go to church right now. Now, unfortunately, they're about the only person that want to go to church right now. Um. So you can plant churches just around getting butts in seats, which is a plug for Cullen. (laughs) That is what simple plug for Cullen. Yeah, (laughs) you can plant a church just around butts and seats. If I wanted to fill butts and seats, I could do it. That would not be hard. Um, But if you want to have a community that's different. That's not a dime a dozen. Culture makes that difference, and that's why they're so interconnected. Yeah, it's because when when you start any community, you're going to have to pick which one you're going to prioritize. Oh, for sure. Wellhouse chose to prioritize the culture,
0: but so, sure. Uh, I think that the way that I would have this conversation would be that. The culture brings the community.
1: Um, Well, the culture, the culture attracts and keeps the community, right? Because if there and we've already had it, right? There are people that come into Wellhouse and go, "Hey, I love what you're doing, but it's not, it's not my vibe." Yeah, that's a culture. Culture is dictating that. Sure, because people are here, right? They are human. They they can be here, but culture is dictating whether or not they stay.
0: Sure, and and so in your your idea about yeah, I could get butts and seats. I could do that thing. Talking about you know seconds anti woke thing. Yeah, uh, genuinely, every time I I drive past it and I drive past it a lot, it bugs me. Um. But that is a a community that is thriving. Yeah. Um, whether they believe it or not, because that's the culture. Yeah. Um. So if if you're trying to get butts in seats, whatever butts you want in that seat, you have to create that culture to bring the butts to the seats. Yeah.
1: Well, and what happens is inevitably it comes full circle that that no longer is a community and it's an objectified organization. Yeah. It's an organization that has objectified humans that serve a purpose and accomplish a goal, mm-hmm. which is to give money so that we can do the things we want to do. But once again, culture drives all of that. Yeah. Culture dictates the kind of community that you're stepping into. And. It, it's always about power because people at the top drive culture, right? what What did I always say when we were starting Wellhouse? I used to pump this into you all the time. Culture starts at the, at top. the top.
0: Oh yeah, culture starts at the top. and I have taken that everywhere I've gone since. And it's um, because,
1: I mean we were we are the two main voices of Wellhouse Church. We are the two main faces of Wellhouse Church. We are by far not the most important parts of Wallhouse Church. Oh, God, knows But we God, are hope that's the true. most visible. Um, and so I used to always tell Clayton when we were starting Wallhouse Church, Clayton, culture starts at the top. If we are going to ask someone to do something, we have to be willing to do that thing. Yeah, because yeah. Because culture begins at the top.
0: Culture always starts at the top. And sadly- the community also puts the voice at the top that dictates the culture. Right. Yeah. And so this is this is that cyclical it's thing. The cyclical thing. You're uh, exactly right. Y- and this is why it's so important to have this conversation together. Yeah. Now we're we're different in that like we did create a, a culture and a community at the same time. Yeah. But also we have it written in our bylaws. The culture can overtake, or the the community can overtake the culture.
1: Um, In what way? What do you mean? The board. The board
0: has the majority of the power.
1: Um, The board has all the power. And I mean, I say that with some air quotes, because as you've so, you know, as you've said... Content and voice holds a lot of power. Yeah. And so by its very nature of me having a microphone on almost every single piece of content that we put out at Wellhouse Church and you having a voice on about 75% of it. Yeah. That naturally comes with some power. Sure. And that's why when I was designing Wellhouse and, and writing the bylaws and we were working through it with our board and launch team. I didn't give myself any voting power on the board. Right. I sit on the board and we keep our board anonymous. For reasons. For reasons, because I didn't want people trying to play power games and backroom meetings and those kinds of things. So nobody knows who our board is, except they know that I'm on it. Um, And I am the chairperson of that board, which also, once again, naturally puts me in position of power. As the chairperson, but it also puts me at a disadvantage because according to Robert's Rules of Order, which we have the opportunity to govern according to, the chairperson doesn't get a vote. Yeah. And so I don't actually have power. I have power in that I dictate and set culture with our content, Yeah, but at any given moment, our board could be like, you're out, done, no more. Uh, don 't like the direction don 't like what you 're putting out don 't like the culture the community 's not what we thought, whatever the board could oust me at any moment yeah. uh, and I got really no say over it i got no say um, and I wanted it that way I wanted it that way because power power is not good, power corrupts yeah power absolutely corrupts
0: it is easier for uh camel to get through the eye of the needle than for a
1: rich man to get into heaven. Oh, okay. So why was that your analogy? Why is that what you came back with? Because money is power. Oh, no, sir. No, sir. Money and power are not the same.
0: Okay, okay. Hold on. No, sir. Okay, you, you spoke first.
1: Uh, Joe Biden is the most powerful man in the free world. Mm-hmm. He has a net worth of $5.6 million and an annual salary of 400000 Money is okay. not power. Money is absolutely not power. Money can buy you power. Okay. But power cannot get you money. Only, no, no, no. well, it can if you oppress people and do that. But, but they are definitely not synonymous.
0: Okay. Fair enough. They are not synonymous. Um, I will give you that. But money can always get you power.
1: And, uh, and no. so- it cannot. Money can buy you power. Money can money can buy you access to power. Mm-hmm. But money did not get Joe Biden in his position of power. Money did not I, get Donald- I actually
0: B- firmly disagree because people were funding his campaign to give him the power that he has. People no, were giving money to his cause.
1: To give him the budget he needed to accomplish the
0: goal. So money bought him his place. It just wasn't his. Money
1: doesn't- uh, Joe Biden didn't go, hey, if somebody can give me $100 million, I can buy my seat to the president's office. That's not how it works. Uh, It's not a trend. Money does not buy power one-to-one. Money can gain you access to people of power, and people of power enjoy and like money. But they're not synonymous in any way. I mean, if you look...
0: I'm not sure I entirely agree,
1: but... um, Well, I mean, it's
0: it's. I mean, why 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 have third parties not been able to to succeed?
1: Because our election laws don't allow them on the debate stage unless they get ten percent vote, which is a power move, not a money move. It is
0: a power move. You are correct. It is a power move
1: because they can raise money. That's not the problem they have. There are people that are willing to fund the Green Party. The problem is not the money that they can come up with. The problem is the power that puts can, them on the debate stage. They can
0: never get the budget to get the, the, the... We are having a conversation that is not what well, the focal it's, point it's of not. this is. It's
1: cyclical. But, yes, back to the main point. Culture has... Culture will always be set by people at the top. Sure. And money makes the world go round. Yes. Money makes the world go round. But money is inanimate. Money is not powerful. People are powerful. And people that are powerful genuinely have money. Mm-hmm. But there are lots of people that have money that have no power. Might I remind you of Jeff Bezos? Might I remind you of Bill Gates? Elon Musk is a person that somehow has money and power, but it's because he's the wealthiest damn person on the planet. That is why Elon has this association or fixation with money and power. He also has unlimited amounts of knowledge of patents and things that are groundbreaking technology that the government wants, that they're trying to buy from private industry. Like He is an anomaly figure. But if you look around the rest of it, Donald Trump was not powerful until he became president. Donald Trump was a laughingstock for a lot of people on The Apprentice. You're fired. Really? Everybody laughed at him. Um, yeah, money doesn't always buy power. But every culture will have a voice that will naturally give them power. And that power, or maybe better said, the power of that voice will dictate the community that forms around the culture.
0: That voice dictates the individual who has the voice, who gives the money. Um, that is why in, in nonprofits, specifically in churches, it is hard to have conversations about money.
1: Um, well, it's only hard to have conversations about money if you're not honest about what you're doing with your money And your donors don't like what you're doing with your money. It's hard to have conversations about money in churches because the average church in America spends almost 80% of their money without ever having done anything. A building and salaries. That's why it's hard to have conversations about money in churches in America because as I started saying, when we all started raising money for WellHouse is nobody wants to give to your overhead. Somebody has to that's why we asked our core team to give to our overhead. Um, but we've not increased our expenses at all. We've actually continued to decrease them because nobody wants to give to your overhead. They want to give to a culture. They want to give to a community that makes a difference, that has an impact on the world.
0: Yeah, I, I, I would agree. Um, but a, a large piece of that is that the individual uses their voice, their power, to dictate, right? Which is why our board can change the direction of our our community, our culture. At any point. At yeah. any point.
1: They, they have sole control um, of
0: it. We get comments from the board semi-regularly.
1: Not semi-regularly. Yeah, quite quite often. Yeah,
0: we get comments from the board pretty often about like, yeah, hey, we're not comfortable.
1: Yeah. Maybe you need to maybe you need to look at this
0: yeah we we should we should talk a, a, about a different way to do this thing.
1: here's a great example here's a great example, and it's a conversation about culture and community mm. so oh, you've been around here we curse, yeah, we use curse words mm. um and our board and launch team talked about the use of curse words um on the podcast Mm -hmm. like should we do that or not um and it was
0: it was a conversation
1: it was a long conversation it was not an easy one people were really torn about this and here was my argument for wanting to do it is disarming It lets people know that you can be a real human here. You don't have to be on your best behavior. You can be a human that says things that may not be appropriate in all spaces because this is a safe place. Right.
0: But the board's response was it can easily turn people away. It can. Um, And so, you know what? The board outnumbers us.
1: The board outnumbers us, and we still have conver- I mean, I think I said "damn" in this in this one, and immediately after I was like, "Dang it, yeah."
0: But uh, but the board said tastefully.
1: Right? They did. They did. It, what what they said is like if it's well placed, right? And um, if it like if it if, if it's it a contribute. If it's truly a word. A, a vocabulary word that's benefiting to the conversation, if it's well placed and timely, then it's acceptable. But if it's, if it's just, you know, every few sentences for the sake of disarming or, or being edgy, mm. uh, it's off putting. Yeah. Um, which is fair. That entire conversation is a conversation about culture and community. Yeah. What kind of culture are we trying to create? And what kind of community are we trying to create? My number one goal is to make sure that this feels like a safe place, a place that people can be real, can Mm. be relational, and be restored. And what happens in order for those three things to happen is that people feel safe and vulnerable. They can be themselves. They don't have to put their walls up. They don't have to approach church in like some kind of stoic way where I got to put my Sunday best on and sing all the songs and smile and look like I care about what the pastor is saying. Um, That like whole stoic modern idea of doing church. I don't really have any interest in doing anymore. I wanted to change a culture because I wanted a community that did things different. Yeah. What I think we should probably talk about next time because I think it's a great leading point, is the way in which culture and community has been impacted in the church specifically by consumerism. Sure. Ooh, that. Because that dictate, that consumerist mentality of the community actually ends up reverse creating the culture that says, hey, the machine has to feed me the donor.
0: Hey, remember when we tried to start Wellhouse Marketplace? (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> um, oh. wellhouse marketplace will exist again in one day uh but it it does not exist anymore right now uh, but
0: no that, that yeah that's funny um it was a joke but uh, i think i think we need to um kind of end with this piece that like yes. A community is created around a culture, but we should not forget that the community creates the culture. The community dictates the culture. Um, Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, it's so, it's not, it's not not one one way or the other. They they are inter, they are interpenetrating each other simultaneously.
0: While groupthink is, is a thing. Right, and we should not forget the group think is a thing.
1: No, it's definitely a thing. Uh, And unfortunately, it's the most common kind of communicative exercise in thought.
0: But like what we talked about earlier in the episode, voice is power.
1: Voice is power. Voice is privilege.
0: Um, And if voice is power, if voice is privilege, um, then you get, and you have a say in your community, not all communities have this right sadly but if you have a voice if you have a say in your community you have the power to dictate culture yeah um even a culture that was created without you if you have a voice you have the ability to dictate where it goes thanks for listening to the practicing presence podcast hosted by wellhouse church Be sure to give us a rating and a review if you enjoyed the episode. It's free and it helps us immensely. Also, feel free to check out our other podcasts.